Hi, hello, welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 3rd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good, feeling great. Uh, just another day in the life. Uh, let's see, work-wise, I, I honestly, I, I got a level with you. I wasn't even sure if I was supposed to come in today. So I drove my ass to work and I got there. There were people there. So I was like, all right, then we're working for sure. Uh, I get in there and I see that it's hella slow because uh, a lot of people did just call off and it's just a slow day. A lot of companies are taking like two days off more or less. So got through like pretty much all my workload and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go home early again because I got some stuff to do tonight. So yeah, uh, worked out pretty well for me. Trying to think food corner. It's it's kind of become almost a little bit of a traditional thing for me to just do like Sunday brinner or brunch or something like that. So kind of more that chicken and, uh, chicken and chocolate waffle and uh, some fries, bacon. Yeah, so it was nice. I enjoyed that. It was yummy, yummy. Uh, let's see, is there anything else in the personal news corner? No, not really. Like, we're just hanging out. Uh, in terms of, like, holidays, you know, most likely you'll see me tomorrow. So, you know, we'll celebrate together. <laughs> this awesome American holiday. Salute. I don't know. All right. Um, let me pop off a little bit. And then uh, we can go ahead and get into some news I wanted to talk about. da 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 Ooh. <coughs> All right. <coughs> oh, yeah. All right. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <coughs> <coughs> All right. <laughs> From CBS News, Palestinians in occupied West Bank say Israel bombing Innocent people in raid on Jenin refugee camp. Now, the Israel-Palestine Palestine, sorry, uh, conflict has been something that's pretty regular on this podcast. We do talk about it a decent amount. Uh, you know, I, I kind of just wound up telling myself as I was getting into this shit that, like, look, like, this is the shit that is happening, you know, month to month, at least in terms of the major news, but obviously there are people who are living it. And I felt like especially weird around the time, like, um, you know, the Ukraine war kind of hit. Cause I'm like, to me, like these are similar fucking conflicts, but like one at the time was getting way more coverage, uh, than the other. And I mean, there's still times where that can happen, but, um, you know, it's, it's just something that's important to me. So anytime it makes the news in a big way, I want to talk about it, do some coverage, just like any kind of shooting that happens in America, any other kind of major event. I just feel like, it's important to talk about it until people actually sit down and fucking come up with a better solution or something. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm going to keep banging my head against the wall. I don't know. I feel like that's the thing to do since I chose to do the news. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Israel carried out drone strikes and deployed hundreds of troops Monday in the city of Jenin in occupied West Bank in what Israel in, in what one Israel official called the largest operation in the area in almost two decades. 
At least nine Palestinians were killed in a raid. <coughs> excuse me. And 50 were killed or in 50 were injured, according to Palestinian health officials, as gun battles were reported in the streets of a sprawling refugee camp in Janine. Now, they do go through some history that I like. There's some more details on the, uh, the raid. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can find it, though. Uh, the Janine refugee camp was set up to house Palestinians who were displaced during the 1948-1949 Arab-Israeli War, and it's currently home to about 14,000 people, according to the United Nations Palestinian Refugee Agency. The raids have prompted fears civilians could become caught in the crossfire, and the UN said it was mobilizing humanitarian aid. Now, I don't know, for something like seeing that quote kind of helped further put things in perspective for me it just had me thinking like it's very frustrating that this occupy like this occupation has always just been so deep that like it just feels like you were pushed you've pushed people into an area and now you have them in this area and surprise surprise these people are not happy there is unrest that and of course they want to lash out at the people who are literally keeping them in this area that they've been herded into and not to mention not only that, but there are settlers who are like, oh, no, we want the space still. This is our land. And then you have to constantly fight and battle for the place that you live that, like, you've been forced into. And it's like, well, what do you want? Like, what, what is the end game? What is the, like, what is the goal? And it just feels like you were saying without saying that it's like, look, we don't care if we have to decimate these people. We'll do it. It's our land, at least according to Israel. Like, we have the resources to do it, so that's what we'll do. We'll send in drones. We'll send in more or less shock troopers, and we will enforce our rights on these people. And if they dare think that they're going to fuck with our people and and shoot at or stab at or shoot mortar rounds, whatever, at us, then we will obviously defend ourselves with our Iron Dome, and we'll fight back with drones, and we'll fight back in the streets with you guys however we want. Even sometimes to the point just backing up settlers to just do what reckless abandon they want to do. Like, it is a very frustrating situation to watch and try to do any kind of 50-50 non-biased coverage. I'm sorry. It just, you know what I mean? Like, it is an occupation. And I don't see how this occupation is good, but in another occupation, it's not so good. Like, they both, to me, have to be bad. Um... So it's obviously frustrating for me to cover this shit, but I, like I said, it's, it's not something I want to look away from. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more numbers, um, you know, statistics in the article, but I just wanted to, you know, just do the highlight thing, a little bit of spotlight, talk about it. Um, we can move on to another thing, another set of updates or, um, you know, just commentary I wanted to do here. Um, moving on to Paris, France, France on fire, France with uh, fucking violent fireworks. It's crazy. But, um, from CNN, grandmother of teen killed in police stop calls for calm as France sees six night of protest. Now, Macron has, you know, condemned, you know, the police initially and, you know, about to stop now that, you know, the protests have, uh, you know, you can say devolved into riots. 
I, I think a, a lot of the conversation has now changed to like, well, you guys have to stop doing this. It's a lot of youths who are just upset. Um, I mean, this is the 13th stop since last year, I believe, or at least from last year, there was like 13 where people have died in just traffic stop issues. You know what I mean? And I know if you're an American listening to this, that's like a small number to you, but to the rest of the world, that's crazy. That's insane. And I think that that's something to definitely try to factor and put in perspective because it just feels like, especially when you're a minority, you're young, your life is in danger once you get into this car, if something happens. And not to mention too, I feel like something I didn't cover from the last time here is that the cops and I feel like prosecution initially wanted to like cover this up or go with an easier narrative of, well, this nail kid, he was going to try to ram us and kill us. So we shot first. We did what we had to do. But there was literally coverage here of you guys walking, coming up, guns out. This kid, the 17-year-old, trying to drive away slowly now, granted, yeah, duh, that's not correct. That's not what you're supposed to be fucking doing. But that doesn't mean you, that you should just be blown away for that and that you just get to die, you know? The, these cops are taking the law into their own hands for their quote-unquote safety. And I think that this is, like, just something you're always going to have to worry about when your cops have guns and, you know, they're allowed to hit the streets and they got to, like, like I said, be worrying about, oh, well, I don't want to die, like... I think initially some of the laws have been tweaked just because it's like, oh, well, we don't want to be pursuing a terrorist. And then they pull out and start shooting. And now we're fighting for our lives because, you know, we're not we have to respect this protocol. So they loosen up the protocol. But now more or less all you're doing as cops is you're just enforcing this on like traffic stops and, you know, more or less teenagers of color, you know, black and brown kids. You got to fucking get And. So, yeah, I mean, initially, a lot of the protests, you know, it was people upset. Um, I know that the mother and the grandmother they reference here, you know, they've been talking about saying, hey, like, look, we do not want this to become violent. You know, we don't want you guys flipping over buses. And, you know, part of the story that I really wanted to talk about, um, you know, burning, trying to burn down homes and things of that nature. Like, that's not what this is about. This is about, no, like, he's gone now. Like doing more of this stuff in his name isn't going to bring him back. And in that regard, I, I know I definitely have to check myself at the door because m there's a part of my brain that immediately understands why people are out in the streets this way. Like, yes, you are supposed to go out and you're supposed to peacefully protest. That is the best case scenario to do that. But when you are so upset, when you are so pushed to the edge and you see this happen, and you're yet again reminded that this could be you, this could be your son, this could be your brother, your loved one, gone, because the police just don't really give a shit about you. They just give a shit about themselves and enforcing their law. It makes you not care about the fucking law. It just makes you go crazy. Like, I can understand the sentiment. You know, obviously, it, it truly isn't something that I back. It's not like I want to sit here and say, yeah, let's go fucking nuts. Like, yeah, aim a firework at a fucking cop. It sounds cool, though. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I get the energy. I get the sentiment. Um, but it, it is one of those things that it's definitely like charging this ultra right, like, you know, pro-police wing of, you know, the French society. Like, they're getting very energized. They're getting very amped about this. Um, it's crazy to me that for the cop who, you know, was arrested, 
he started a GoFundMe, or no, he didn't actually didn't even start it for himself. I think a right wing pundit, he stepped in and said, "Hey, I'm going to make a GoFundMe for this cop. He needs our help. One million dollars." Whereas, like, for Nael and his family, they got maybe, like, a quarter mil. Yeah, just a little bit over a quarter mil. $263,000, um, you know, for a family that's now lost their son. They're completely devastated. Life turned upside down. Meanwhile, this cop who did what they did intentionally was like, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry about it. But, like, yeah, we got to fight and defend his right to go out and, what, do it again. Um, so, yeah, I, I understand it. Uh, but back to the, the mansion, the mansion on fire. Um, that's That was kind of what prompted me to be like, okay, let me talk about it. Now, it's being described as a quote-unquote uh, assassination attempt. I feel like it's a bit dramatic, even though I, it is a you know very crazy scenario. Um, in one high-profile example of the destruction that has taken place during some riots, the mayor of Paris suburb... Um, said Sunday that his home had been been attacked, calling it an assassination attempt on his family. Bro, they just saw your rich-ass fucking house and they want to throw a fucking hot-ass car through it. Like, to me, it's like you don't know that. Um, I'm not saying that it justifies it. I'm just saying it, it kind of makes me upset how it is being spun up, how it is being discussed. Um, but at 1.30 a.m., while I was in the city hall... Like the past three nights, individuals rammed their car upon my residence before setting fire to it um, to burn my house inside, which my wife and two young children slept. Um, now, his family, they like ran away. Uh, I think his mom and one of the children may have sustained injuries. I think the mom had to get like surgery on her shin. The injuries were she like fell running away um, from the home. Um, but I think overall she got like surgery, whatever, she's fine, she's gonna be okay. But I mean, yeah, they're like saying, Oh, we gotta investigate this, we gotta, you know, da 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 da. Like, I, I do think it's crazy to call that an assassination attempt as much as it's just more civil unrest. I don't know. Um, I, I'm just not sympathetic to these people who are in power that truthfully, if no one went out on the streets and no one said anything, did anything, they would not care. They would issue a brief little fucking statement saying how quote unquote sorry they were and we'd move along. Just like Macron moved along when he bumped the age up on y'all motherfuckers and y'all had to work more. They keep, they, none of these people in power give a fuck about y'all in France. None of these motherfuckers in America give a fuck about us. That's just general and it fucking sucks. So I understand when people want to just fucking go crazy and go berserk i get it yes you should protest peacefully it is the most effective way to create change i won't ever come off in that stance either but i get it it, it, it just makes sense to me also, also 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 before i move on i know i'm, I'm kind of staying on this a little too long but there's a quote i wanted to read that infuriated my fucking ass because the goddamn audacity um in a punchy statement friday the national police union alliance said in a statement that all means must be put in place to restore the rule of law as quickly as possible. And, um, and words were not enough. Faced with these savage hordes, asking for calm is no longer enough. It must be imposed. So yeah, let's get these cops out. Let's get the fucking tear gas pumping. Let's fucking start beating motherfuckers. Let's not give a shit. Let's treat these people like they're less than human. They're just urbanites aren't they and that is the fucking energy that i'm always going to be against like what do you mean like oh they, they shouldn't they shouldn't be acting like this when you guys can run into our homes our places and just do what you fucking want 
come on, man. What do you expect? Like, I, it just, it infuriates me that these people can talk down to others and think that they're just in the right here. That they're fucking justified. That people won't notice what they're saying. It's not even a dog whistle. It's just, it's just straight up. They're calling them less than human with that shit. Simple ass. I don't know. Um, let's move on to some lighter news, but shit I still give a fuck about. Um, from the UPI. Pornhub blocks Virginia users following new age verification law. Um, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. This shit's fucked up. I don't like it. Um, it's another situation where, like, you see Republicans or just politi- you know, p- politicians in general being like, oh, think of the kids. What about the kids? Really, they're just trying to appeal to, like, a Christian base and get marks, get points. Um, but um, starting Saturday... The popular pornography website, Pornhub, will be blocked for users with Virginia-based IP addresses after a new state law requires users to submit government identification to verify their age before accessing adult content. The legislation was signed into law in May and goes into effect on Saturday. Uh, users who go on the website will be met with a message opposing the legislation, accompanied by a video featuring porn actress Sherry DeVille reading it. Um, And we'll go ahead and read what she says. As you know, your elected officials in Virginia are requiring us to verify your age before allowing you to access our our website. While safety and compliance are at the foremost of our mission, Giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users, and in fact, will put your children and your privacy at risk. Um, now, like I said, I think the idea of using children as like you know the go-between, the rampart here, to be like, yes, we're finally going to start censoring porn. We're finally going to start, you know, putting up walls to making it harder for people to access to access it. And it's one of those things where I'm sure on the surface, it's easy to be like, well, it's a simple thing. You just use your ID or whatever. I imagine you can just use your driver's license or whatever, and you're good to go. You're fine. Also, another thing I'm thinking, not that this is, um, you know, advocation or a sponsor to use a thing, but I would think that if you're savvy enough, you can probably use a VPN maybe or something like that to maybe get around this. I'm not 100% on that, but maybe. I don't know. Don't quote me, nor is this advocation to use it. But, um, yeah, it already seems like there's holes with this. It's just like one of those things where you're trying to get it up to, um, you know, make it happen. Uh, I, I personally don't like it. I think it's a weird form of censorship where you're trying to say, hey, we're trying to do a social moral good, protect our youth, protect our children. When if they just steal your 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 wallet, your parents' wallet, then they're gonna have access to boobies, boobies, boobies. Um, and I think for Pornhub, it's a jam up because even though yeah, people are gonna have access to your site, putting these barriers up makes it harder. And even if it is just in Virginia, if this works well, if this gets any points, guarantee you a place like Ohio, a place like any Republican stronghold area is going to try to use it, try to implement this to once again gain points. You see them do this everywhere in the culture wars. It is just a constant thing. Monkey see, monkey do. Um, So I respect Pornhub for saying, hey, no, we're going to throw our weight around to fight this. Like, no, this isn't okay. We don't like this. 
Um, and I personally, I'm just gonna fucking say it as a as a user that I don't like the idea of having to enter in my fucking shit every time I log in. That'd be a lot of times. I was gonna fucking say it. The fuck? I'm single as hell. Fuck. That, it's like you wanna try to punish me. I got no kids. No problems. What? No. No, 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 no. No, thank you. Find, find a better way to do that then. You know? You wanna save them kids? You wanna help them kids? Find another fucking way. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, See, I'm not surprised that uh, Glenn Youngkin, you know, Virginia guy, we covered this dude. Uh, you know, he was able to, you know, get a win, get a dub for himself. He's trying to probably get some more points, you know, for, for whatever his next election cycle is, you know. But, yeah, no, I hope there's egg on his face here. I hope people kind of see through it. But uh, you never know. You never know. Some people are like, no, thank God, brother. I'm glad, you know, with this with this added block, with, with it, with, now I have to add my government ID. It's like the Lord's telling me to stop. So I just stop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that's how that works for some guys. Gals. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Christians out there. Um religious enjoyers okay i got one more thing one more thing i want to cover and i thank you so much for listening so far you've been awesome you've been great um let me go ahead and spice up my life a little quick and then we'll go ahead and talk about some real spice problems Ooh. Ooh. Ah, okay. This last article comes from The Guardian. <coughs> Excuse me. Sriracha lovers feel the heat as hot sauce shortage continues. <coughs> now I gotta say, y'all, I this has been one of the most validating moments in my podcasting career. Um, I don't know why. It just feels like I had a moment of time where I had an intuition that I was a part of... (laughs) This is going to sound so stupid. That I was a part of news. That I was a part of a moment. And I could feel it before someone was telling it to me. And I was like, hmm, this feels wrong. Something like... It felt like a disturbance of the force. And I've talked about it on the pod. And it was about Sriracha, right? If you remember, the, the, the longtime listeners know, you know, this is a couple weeks ago, something like that, I was complaining about the lack of sriracha at my local Kroger. Now, apparently, this has been an ongoing fucking issue, y'all. Um, with climate change being a fucking issue, um, there's been a huge, like, water drought, which is leading to a scarcity of chili peppers. In particular, red chili peppers, red jalapenos, um, which is the raw material of sriracha. Now, Huey Wong or Huey Fong Foods, the California-based uh, maker of the iconic condiment, which is sriracha, that's what we're talking about. You know, it's got the rooster on there. Um, they've had to scale back production, so it's like that's the reason. Like, apparently, I think this has been like maybe about a year or two out or so. Because I, I initially started doing some more research once I heard this story on the BBC. And I saw, like, articles from, like, last year or earlier April, I think. I think it was earlier April this year where they were talking about it. And I was like, oh, shit. So, apparently, this has just kind of been a cascading issue. And now it's kind of finally hitting, like, local stores near me. And I'm so sad. Because that's, like, I, that's it's a very iconic condiment for me. 
I think I have my top two favorite sauces are any kind of just barbecue sauce, preferably spicy, but also sriracha because sriracha because you can put it on like everything. You can put it on so many like Asian foods and it just hits. It just enhances the flavor. You can put it on any kind of thing. I eat with fries, eat it on hot dogs. Like sriracha is like a food glue for me. It's so important. So the idea that this is in jeopardy and now I got to potentially deal with like ox brand, you know, like damn it, dude. Now, granted, I'm gonna settle. Okay. Like I'm gonna ride this shit out. Cause they're saying that this won't get better till maybe September though. They said they've slowly kind of started, you know, trickling out production again. But it's it's one of those things where you're hampered because this is a very sensitive uh, plant, you know, this jalapeno, these jalapenos. And, you know, with the depleted water, it's just such a fragile thing. Plus, I've heard of situations in India where, like, you're talking mangoes and other sensitive, uh, you know, uh, fruit in this situation. Uh, with the scorching temperatures in places like India... Once again, referencing climate change, you're just losing all of your crop. It's decimated, like, and it's becoming a year after year issue. And I just shudder to think what could happen to my beloved sriracha. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm already settling for you know ox brand or whatever the fuck. Uh, but there's some people on eBay and shit like secondhand selling, fucking the OG shit, the OG bottles for like hundred and twenty dollars. Like, what are you talking about? This is, like, becoming, like, Dune or something. I'm about to have to, like, fight for fucking spice. Come on. The spice, because the spice must flow, brother, sister, cousin, envy, whoever. Look, I needs it. <laughs> it's precious to me. Um. So, yeah, I was disgruntled. I was upset to this news. But at the same time, I was like, dadgummit, I was right to be concerned. Now, granted, I don't want to shift to horde mode. Um, you know, like a dragon, not like an orc or anything like that. I feel like I got to be specific about the animal I'm embodying here for myself. Um, like I'm not going to turn this into like toilet paper 2020. You feel me? Like I just need to make sure that I'm in stock. So, you know, I'll, I'll probably try to say, Hey, if I see a new stock run of Sriracha, maybe I'll just pick up two instead of the one when I need, you know what I mean? I think that's the play now, at least till the end of the year. At least I see things are back to normal. Um, cause daddy needs a sauce. Um, but that's all I got for today. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, hopefully your tomorrow is a good holiday, though I will hopefully be going, I don't want to say live, I should be recording tomorrow. Um, but yeah, if you'd like to help out, support the effort, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com, so as I say in news. Get access to all the bold, uh, the old bold content. Let's call it that. Sure, uh, on the Patreon. Also, you become a newsie. I say your name, shout you out, shout out a project or thing you're doing. Also, free ways to hit me up: isaiahnews1 at gmail.com, as well as any of the socials: Facebook, Twitter. Um, let's see what else is there. Instagram. Um, for reasons I will probably be getting into tomorrow, I'm back on Tumblr again. So there you go. If you need me on Snapchat, there's a Snapchat. At least that's for me. I don't have a podcast there, but you know what I mean? I'm available is what I'm trying to get out. If you want to talk to me, you want to shoot me some news or whatever, we'd love to hear it. 
Uh, as well, if you want to help out the podcast, there is the YouTube. Feel free to subscribe as well as subscribe on the Spotify or wherever you're listening to now. Uh, feel free to comment. Actually, you can comment on Spotify, too. That's just crazy. The The evolution is real. Um, but yeah, feel free to comment, rate, do all those things. I appreciate everyone who is subscribing, following, hitting those buttons. I do notice that helps my analytics. That makes me happy. It makes me smile. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, that's all I got. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.